Well, spring 2020 was pretty much officially canceled. I mean, we're well into June, and though the first official day of summer is until June 20th, for all intents and purposes, summer is here, and the heat is already on. You know, I wanted to stay away from the stickiness and ickiness of politics for a while, and I really tried, but just when I thought I was out, it pulled me back in. And who am I kidding? I wouldn't be me if I didn't use my platform to talk about life as I see it in this upside-down world in which we live in 2020. So I'm back at it, and I'm letting you know now, this is 100% frankly speaking, I said what I said. So if you don't want this kind of real talk, back away now, because I'm not worried about hurting feelings. I've had time to process, and now it's time for me to talk about the dead black bodies left laying on the ground. Uh, Rest in peace, George Floyd, murdered by police on camera. I mean... That was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen in my life. I still don't contemplate how or why what the message was other than, yes, we can do this and we will do this in front of cameras, in front of the world, and you'll take it. I mean, it hurts my heart. It hurts my brain. As a black man in America, the truth is police brutality is probably my greatest fear. I mean, I'm not going to lie about it anymore. I cannot stand and the police. I don't remember any positive interaction I've ever had with them. It's all been harassment, indifference, suspicion. All that you won't be saying that if you need them. That's gibberish too. They couldn't do anything for me when my car was vandalized. They were an hour late when I called about an intruder that broke into some guest car when I was a bartender. An hour and change and then they had to rush off because the same suspect broke into someone else's car. I mean, I've quote unquote needed them and got the kind of one star Yelp service that most businesses can't afford to tolerate. The civilian police force works for us and yet they treat us like they're doing us a favor just by wearing a badge. It's insane. I'm I'm aware that not all of them are bad. I know the job sucks. I would never do it. But I'm not here for the excuses when it's my people who are shot to death without remorse or consequence. The idea that their safety gives them permission to violate my constitutional rights and the rights of any and all Americans, regardless of race, but especially in the black community, is nonsense. Not to mention how often they kill us, unarmed murder. I know my Bill of Rights, so you can buy that Bill of Goods if you want to, but I'm not falling for the banana in a tailpipe. Police should have a greater sense of law and order and bravery. Instead, we get this cadre of fake Tommy tough guys who are more than willing to shoot as soon as they get shook. We get a whole lot of traffic tickets, high levels of domestic abuse, and uncleared rape and murder cases. Hey, how about instead of driving around ignoring obvious and reckless traffic violations and targeting specific people in the hopes they can feed the prison industrial complex with a weed charge or a warrant for failure to play child support, why not find all these missing black and brown women? I'm sick of it. And I know people don't want to hear it, but that's because it's not happening to them. I've been in cars with my white friends. I've seen them get away with driving under the influence and talking real out of pocket to the police. I've also been in cars with my black friends and gotten pulled over and threatened and searched. I've had a gun pointed at my head, been forced out of the car so they could search illegally for stuff they never found. There's literally no worse feeling than being black and having the flashing lights behind you when there's no one else around. I hate it. When you're black, cops are dangerous. And yes, they have a super dangerous job, but it requires them to be super responsible and smart and brave. Some are. Some. 
But even those aren't trained to be super responsible and smart and brave. They are trained to be dangerous and threatening. And the little bit of training they get does not prepare them for the situations that exist. De-escalation does not happen nearly enough. They are reckless instead. Shoot first, ask questions later. That is garbage. See, in America, what we have is a failure to communicate. White people share this imaginary fear of gangbangers carjacking them or running in their house and terrorizing or murdering their family. Like, that really happens a lot. But I'll tell you what does happen. The very real fear that black people share of police snatching them out of their cars or running in their home and terrorizing or murdering their family. White children don't get murdered by the police like our children outside playing. I mean, we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. It's ridiculous. But the anger, it, it's, it's not even nearly enough. It's understandable and very important, but we need more than anger, even though we have every single right to be angry. And look, I'm proud of the protesters out there. Protesting is important. It is also a constitutional right. While there's nothing in that document that says you have a right to disobey a public health emergency and go outside and throw a hissy fit. The very first amendment grants us the right to peacefully assemble. Make no mistake about it. Protests are an unalienable right and an important part of the democracy. They can be dangerous. One inciting incident and now a peaceful protest is a full-blown riot. And riots are dangerous. You have scores of people, emotions running high, agents of violence and chaos, and dangerous cops with military hardware, dangerous participants with who knows what from who knows where. All those mysterious piles of bricks, who has knives and blades, guns, explosive devices. God help us all. And of course, 2020 is running around with the COVID still lurking and mutating, looking for more people to infect and kill. And our lunatic of a president is ordering cops in full metal jackets to gas peaceful protesters so he can come out of hiding for a photo op on some straight out of North Korea ish. Which, by the way, let's not forget that 2020 mayor may not have killed Lil Kim Il out in North Korea, but that's how crazy 2020 is. I digress, because how can we think about what's going on in North Korea when police departments nationwide are following the leader, laying a smackdown on the working class and the poor and people of color and different minorities and even white people who are down, or at least pretend to be down, they spraying rubber bullets and tear gas and pepper spray. It's all this yelling and crying and tears and tension and face wiping, people crammed on top of each other when they throw them in jails and detention. God bless the protesters. May the force be with you. But frankly speaking, most protests in my lifetime don't really accomplish much, in large part because we don't have a follow-up plan and we don't vote collectively and aggressively in all the elections, nor do we run enough or support our own when they run. Representation is key. And yes, I know people don't have faith in the government. I mean, the two-party system is trash. I get it. But these are the rules of engagement. People are going to run for office. People are going to vote. And if it's not my people running and voting and people of like mind and progressive values and moral fiber, we end up with a president who is literally endorsed by the KKK. Some of you can't handle the truth, but it is what it is. And right now, this isn't about getting everything we want. This is about survival. Man, look, the devil is busy. The judges ain't no good. Politicians ain't no good. The police institution ain't no good. The healthcare institution ain't no good. Leadership is a failure. We as a society are turning our back on God and ostracizing faith at a time we really need it. 
but let's keep it 100. Religion, the churches, ain't no good. I mean, I don't expect much from the celebrities and pop culture people who care mainly about their bread and their image. I mean, they little cute videos to take responsibility and all that. That's that's whatever. I'm not even going to get into that. But I wish the churches could get out of the dimples and Donald Trump's rotten cheese butt cheeks, man. People may disagree, but having faith is important when it is built on love. Faith should be built on love. Freedom of and from religion in this country is a constitutional right. Not to force these white Judeo-Christian values on people for your political stances. That's not what this is about. And that's why people don't rock with it. People don't rock with the idolatry-flavored prayer dripping in self-irony and all the fake Christian whiteness that ignores the very fact that Jesus' traits would make him a thug today. Fox News would hate Jesus if he was running around doing what he did. Look, I'm not trying to get on some racial crusade. This country is for all of us. But guess what, America? There are white people who think this country is only for them and everyone else is inferior. And they do everything they can to make sure it's a reality or at least a reality in their own minds. It's a sickness. White supremacy is a sickness. It's rooted in self-loathing and an inferiority complex. You have white people who can't stand up to their peers, so they find others that they perceive as weaker to bully. Then you have some white people who acknowledge the greatness of black people and their own inferiorities, and they are incensed by it. Our excellence drives them to rage. And then like everybody else, hey, some white people are just evil. Look at the history of violence from the shotguns and syphilis massacre of natives in this land that was stolen to the armed rebellions of the Revolutionary War and the Civil War, which was really an act of treason by selfish people who wanted to keep black people down and exploit them for their own personal gain. So, yeah, the, the Confederate flag is garbage. It's a flag that literally represents treasonous rebellion by enemies of the state. Don't nobody want to hear that. Don't nobody want to see that. I mean, the violence that this country embraces, KKK violence in the South, the creation and use of an atomic bomb, not coincidentally used against people of color. It's sickening. Look, nobody is perfect. Any race, any culture, we all have the notorious bad apples that we talk about. But I'm saying when you have a couple of black people in gangs that scare people, oh, the black community, black community. We have terror attacks, the Arab community, the Arab community. But white supremacy, there's no ownership by the entire white community. No. When one of these nut jobs shoots up a church or shoots up a movie theater or shoots up a school or shoots up a college campus or shoots up a mall or shoots up a Walmart. A lot of shooting going on. Nobody's taking ownership as a group. But yet the entire basis of white supremacy is that white people are perfect. And everyone else is a threat to that perfection. And while that belief is not the majority view, it's an ideology that governs the world and has made so many black and brown lives casualty to the warped world view. I'm sick of it. Black is beautiful. Black is strong. Black is vibrant and creative and loving. Despite being enslaved to make a nation's fortunes, released during that treasonous war that was designed to keep us enslaved, but put into a society full of oppression and violence, despite being beat 
and shot and lynched and having our communities and our riches looted and burned to the ground and being kidnapped and sent to Southeast Asia while various interests were colluding to cultivate a steady stream of drugs and gun violence in our communities to destroy us. Despite all that trauma, we survived. We built the infrastructure of industries that still stand today as strong as the culture that we created that continues to be more prominent than ever. We are great. America should be proud that it was blessed with the contributions of black people instead of somehow looking at us as inferior. A weaker people wouldn't have even survived the journey, much less slavery and all that followed. Yes, we have our own problems. Yes, there's black on black crime. And yes, there are deep rooted issues, some based on the prolonged treatment of sadistic, oppressive tactics by inferior men whose insecurities and greed fueled their hostility towards us while lining their pockets with undeserved riches. But you can't change the past, only the future. And the mission needs to be going forward about empowerment, economic empowerment, educational empowerment. Yes, physical empowerment. Protests, rebellions, sit-ins, I'm going to say it, gun ownership. Equality demands action. History has shown that, as Malcolm X once said, you don't get freedom peacefully. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears go into achieving freedom. It's hard work. Hard work. Yay. A man may say, thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. This is going to take work. The struggle continues. We can do better. We must do better. All of us. It is 2020 and the world is upside down. But it's also where it needs to be so that we understand the struggle continues and go back to the mission of justice, liberty and equality for all people. Black people only want what everyone else wants. Our fair share and our lives to matter. But all lives can't and don't matter when black lives clearly don't matter and no matter what anyone says the beautiful children murdered in the park by police officers the beautiful black men and women murdered in their own homes by police officers and the modern day lynchings that we're seeing it shows us the reality that they don't exist people say don't interact with the cops or do something illegal and you won't have a problem with the cops Botham Jean sitting at home eating ice cream murdered by the police a Tatiana Jefferson murdered in her own home by the police this continues to happen they still have not arrested the police officers that killed Brianna Taylor in her own home black lives matter period Thank you so much for your ears, um, but I need a smidge more of your time because this is important. Um, I left out so many names of people who had no idea they were going to die for absolutely no reason. Uh, police brutality is terrible in this country, but it's the tip of the spear, almost literally. Uh, gang violence, hate crimes, diseases from AIDS to COVID-19, uh, the critically poor, our babies, man, our children. When I say Black Lives Matter, I'm not just talking about dead folks, people killed by the police, or even the 
super poor and destitute. I'm talking about me and my family and my friends and their friends and families and the kids, people you know, all the little babies, a lot of whom don't even get a chance in this world. Their lives matter. All of these politicos and racists and straight up heartless bigots that use all lives matter, it's a dog whistle and they're despicable for that. They don't care about all lives. There's no love for immigrants running from violence at the border or any care for the plight of the Native Americans or the bullied gay and trans children who commit suicide or the peaceful Muslim community or even their own air quote babies that weren't aborted but were instead born to trash fire families in the deep woods and weeds and thickets of absolute poverty that are waiting for their whiteness to save them from the domestic abuse and the alcohol abuse and drug abuse that devastates their lives, man. All lives should matter. They should. But until they do, I got to keep talking. And again, rest in peace to George Floyd tragically killed on camera by a police officer. But this isn't about him, or Breonna Taylor, or Ahmaud Arbery, or Rayshard Brooks, or Tatiana Jefferson, or Eric Garner, or Alton Sterling, or Philando Castile, or Sandra Bland, or Trayvon Martin. This is about all of them, collectively, and so much more. This is about right and wrong, and what this country is willing to accept. We gotta say enough is enough. So please, I'd like to take one more minute of your time, 60 seconds of silence or prayer for all the victims and all of their families in the heart and soul of this broken nation right now with me, please. Thank you. Peace, love, and power to all my people all the time. And as we say in the black church, let the congregation say, amen.